Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show. On today's episode, we preview the final game in the regular season as Kansas State comes to Morgantown on Saturday and Pitt loses to Notre Dame. All ahead on the Ryan and Russ Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, Kansas State comes to town on Saturday. It'll be the last game in the regular season for the Mountaineers, last home game as well. Uh, the first time we saw Kansas State was actually as we opened up uh, Big 12 play. We were in Manhattan. It was New Year's Eve, a game where it started out 13-1. to We ended up losing in overtime. Uh, Kansas State, of course, because the students were gone, did not have the crowd. Uh, that that they now do and how well they're doing this season. What can you tell us about this Kansas State, State team since the last time we played them? They are red hot and they're they're a top ten team and they got a chance to go to a Final Four. To be honest, with their good guard play, Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, it's kind of the feel good story of Keontae Johnson has taken a whole other level where he's played at all Big Twelve level. He went from a guy where it was just. Great to see him on the floor with his heart condition at Florida collapsing a couple years ago during the COVID year to now being one of the premier players in this league. And K-State sits uh, in a three-way tie at second place in the Big 12. So if they win in Morgantown on Saturday, they clinch the two-seed in the Big 12 tournament. Jerome Tang, first-year head coach, is going to be the uh, Big 12 coach of the year. So just an all-around great first season for Jerome Tang in Manhattan. Historically against Kansas State, right? We beat them last year, which that game was one of those games where it was way too close to call. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think their whole team was basically out with COVID. Um, they had like five or six players playing that whole game. We ended up catching them up at the end and and winning. And, you know, the past, what, three or four years, we've mm-hmm. done really well against Kansas State here in Morgantown. I actually can't even remember the last time we lost to them in Morgantown. However, you brought up the p- potential Big 12 coach of the year, the probable Big 12 coach of the year in Tang. Um, this is definitely not not the old Kansas State team. They're like you said, they're playing for that for that two seed. Uh, so definitely a different environment. Um, it's gonna. I think this is gonna be a test for the Mountaineers as well. Is definitely. I guess you can't say definitely, but most likely when, when you have the greater sign than ninety nine percent dancing yeah. in March. Um, so I think this is well going to be this is a different look Kansas State team they've had the whole Big 12 season to sharpen up obviously we've sharpened up through the Big 12 season but it's also hey are we going to let rest on our laurels and say hey we're good for March don't need to focus on this last game don't need to focus on the Big 12 tournament just you know get focused for March or are we going to keep this momentum going maybe get a higher seed um and, and play like that it's going to be definitely uh two big storylines for both these teams as the Big 12 season comes to a close yeah, and you touched on it. We gave them, we gave away a game. What would have been a quad, our best win of the year in terms of resume wise, because at the time when we played K State, they weren't ranked. They kind, of, they only had one loss, but their non conference schedule kind of was not. They were a little bit unproven at the time. Their only loss was at Butler at the at that time when we played them on New Year's Eve. But ever since then, they they got rolling that that home atmosphere is back to being one of the premier college basketball home atmosphere, the octagon of doom. But when we played there, it wasn't because the students weren't there. It was on new year's Eve. So like you mentioned, this is a great opportunity to get a top 10 type win and just boost that resume even more. And 
not have to sweat out selection Sunday. I think we all we're going to be in, but like nobody wants to sweat it out on Sunday. Are we going to date? And you win this one, you're not going to date, and then you yep. and you you don't have to worry about uh, extra travel. Well, exactly. Good point. There is this is in a way already a tournament game, and the fact yep. that you do not want to go to date, and that's just one more game you have to play. So right. by winning this game is yeah, it already is kind of a a mm-hmm. tournament win. Um, in addition, right, it's senior night, Emmett Matthews, Eric Stevenson. Um, it's going to be a, probably an emotional game. They want to end their careers, right, especially at the Coliseum, especially Emmett Matthews, right, who, who's basically his whole career has been here, except last year. There's a reason he came back here, and so far he's doing great with getting this team, helping get this team back to March Madness, but definitely want to go out on top with a win. Yeah, and scenario-wise, we have a chance to get up to the seventh seed and get out of that 8-9 game, which mm-hmm. is important because, I mean, we I would prefer not to play Kansas and Kansas City until the finals. I would prefer to go the other route. So you, you beat K-State and maybe Texas Tech beats Oklahoma State on Saturday. You win that tiebreaker, and you have a chance to get in that 7-10 game versus that 8-9 uh, game. But we are locked into playing on Wednesday night. We cannot go higher than the seventh seed. So mm-hmm. – the Wednesday's locked in with Oklahoma State, us, uh, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. No, I agree with you. So we we beat say we beat Kansas State Saturday, which I think there's a good chance. I I, I like we talked about. It. I know this is a new regime, but we've done well against Kansas State here. We match up well at a, against them. We you know have already played them. I know it was to start the Big Twelve season, so we win that. You know, able to get to that seven seed. Play Oklahoma. We know that we're capable of beating Oklahoma, by far the worst team in the Big 12, which still in a way isn't saying much because yep. they still crushed Alabama. No um, uh, so, you know, you know, of course, we're saying not take any of these games lightly. And then next thing you know, you're in you're in the quarterfinals, hopefully not dealing with Kansas yet. And, you know, good things can happen. All of a sudden, I know we keep talking about it. The committee doesn't take these uh conference tournaments as strongly as they not even once did but i think as as strongly as we want them to take them mm-hmm. uh your words not mine they're lazy which i probably agree with you of course there's an update needed in the background right um <laughs> for the youtube but uh is is next thing you know we can have the path here to the semifinals and hey i think that was my bold take of the of the season when we had ethan bach on get him to the semifinals so We'll we'll see here, man. But this Kansas winning in Iowa State Ames really could start this momentum train going and be in a great position in March. And who knows? You get to March, anything can happen. We saw it. We saw it with St. Pete last year. Obviously, we're we're a better team than them. But if they're a 15 seed that can go to the Elite Eight, anything is possible. Yeah, no, it's just about surviving the gauntlet, getting to the dance like Iowa State did last year. Iowa State's limping this year, just like they did last year. So they're trying to replicate exactly what they did last year. But I mean, you get around that 10, 11 seed, anything can happen, man. We've seen Cinderella after Cinderella or just teams that were slept on that just got out of league play that could breathe a little bit, go on a little bit of a mini run in March. So let's talk about the keys to victory for this game and what we need to do. What is Kansas State good at? What do we need to to defend, prevent them from doing? And how do the Mountaineers keep that momentum going? and beat the Kansas State Wildcats on Saturday at 2 o'clock in Morgantown. You got a team guard, the little man, Marquise Noel. He's 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 yeah. a hard guard. Yes, he's only 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but, man, he is as dynamic a guard, one of the best point guards in the country. 
a easily an all Big 12 guy as well. So contain him, team guard him, wear him down with Keedy's size, athleticism, speed, and, and Joe as well. Joe will get that assignment because uh, Keedy can't guard him for all 40 minutes. Uh, we gotta we gotta take care of the basketball against him, and this is kind of why we lost the game and blew that thirteen point lead. We had twenty turnovers, we had twenty turnovers, and we missed twenty free throws. So kind of just self self inflicted loss there. And then it it you got last key to victory. You got to manage your emotions on this on this game. It's yes, it's senior day. Eric Stevenson, Emmett Matthews, Kedrian Johnson. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Motions will be high, obviously, and rightfully so. I mean, everybody, it's its a surreal moment when you get to walk out on that uh, carpet and you see hugs at the end and you get your picture and, and your family's with you it, it, and the crowd's going crazy. It, it's a uh, it, its a pretty cool moment, so you got to be able to manage your emotions and remember that you're here to do a job, find a way to win a game, and, hey, really solidify your spot in the big dance, in the field, and just keep improving that seed line. Yeah, it's well, and the thing about it being senior night too is it's not mm-hmm. senior night just for the players. Uh, you know, the the managers and anyone on that staff mm-hmm. gets honored. I remember senior night for you when you were an undergrad and it's walking fun, across, giving hugs, a big hug, and then we had a little after party. Billy Hahn came up, yeah, and had a, had a good old time. Another thing you brought up, I'm actually really really excited for that Keedy Noel matchup. That's that that is a great it's a, it's a premier matchup. matchup. Yeah, yep. that is a good just. Keedy, leave it all out in the Coliseum on senior night. Uh, good take there. A um, couple reminder, a uh, couple updates for everyone. The Ryan and Rush Show will actually be at the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City next week. Adam Harper, one of the former student managers uh, for the West Virginia basketball team, um, will be there and he'll be wearing a nice Ryan and Rush shirt, have a couple hats. So if you see him, go say hi. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be posting pictures and social media as well. Another thing about Adam Harper is he came into the studio yesterday. He's an agricultural student um, getting his master's in agriculture. Uh, him and his dad own a farm in Moorfield, West Virginia. He came in, we did a nice rambling rush, talked about life, life as a farmer. So definitely go check that out. Uh, rambling Rush is on YouTube, uh, along with Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, wherever, everything you, all the platforms you find the Ryan and Rush show, you can find the Rambling Rush podcast as well. And Ryan, we can't end the show <laughs> without giving the school up north the enemies up north uh uh you know haze them a little bit um well first off congratulations to great career for for notre dame coach bray um getting a good win his last win at notre dame last night but already pit fans are crying they're, they're <laughs> saying well you know it was a different game it wasn't the same yeah. game well how about you don't put yourself in a position to get beat by the team that's 199th in net yeah they they and you know what they the scoreboard said they lost by seven. They were down twenty a majority <laughs> of this game. Like I, I, I know that they were in first and they had a number next to their name, but they're not that good of a basketball team. They're outside of the top one hundred, top one twenty five in in defensive efficiency. They they're they're a bad defensive team, and we saw when we played them, it they are able to go through spurts and make shots. And they are pretty tough to beat at the zoo, as they call it in Pittsburgh. But I don't think you're an NCAA tournament team if you lose to Notre Dame and Florida State. Sorry. Like, I know that you have 21 wins, but the ACC is on a mid-major league level this year. It's not a good basketball league. This is not – they're getting way too much respect just because of their history and their brand That's over the, the years. Duke and Carolina are not Duke and Carolina. And I know people say – um, 
Well, they had three elite eight teams. Yeah, Coach K was coaching last year. He's not walking through that door. In Carolina, that was one of the flukiest runs of all time, I think we're all seeing when they were preseason number one, and now they're fighting just to even get into the tournament. So, yeah, Pitt's been fool's gold all year, and they do not have a case to be in the NCAA tournament over us. I can tell you that. The resumes aren't even close. They're close to 60 in the net. We're in the 20s. Ken Palm. If you want to use that metric, Pitt's outside of the top 60 in Kempom, and we're a top 20 team in the in the Kempom. I was seeing something going around social yeah. media yesterday before the game where it said, I forgot someone, I don't know who, had yeah. the 8-9 game Pitt versus West Virginia, or maybe it was a 7-10, I don't remember. I'm like, Pitt, all right, bring it on. Pitt's got to be on. careful, man. Like, like, Bring it on. <laughs> They they got to go to Miami on Saturday. They're going to be an underdog in that game. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to set up a ultimate pressure spot in Greensboro next week where they're going to have to win to get into the NCAA tournament. If they lose, they're not going to the tournament. So <laughs> there's a scenario where they entered March 1st. This is total pit fashion. Entered March 1st as with the number next to their name, sole possession of first place in the ACC. And they could miss the NCAA tournament. How how great and fitting would that be? <laughs> I'll play the world's smallest violin. <laughs> be awesome. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Ethan great. Bach will be in studio. Uh, we'll be uh, talking a little bit about the Kansas State game, reflecting on the Big 12 regular season, and, of course, talking about the Big 12 tournament. And then right after that, Ryan, the most wonderful time of the year. Good old yeah. March, the March Madness, the greatest event. You know, we're big football. Everyone loves football. Football is amazing. We agree. But in terms of event, opening weekend of March Madness, nothing better in the world. So love you all. Go Mountaineers. Beat Kansas State. And let's uh, let's have some fun in March. Go Mountaineers.